Last Tuesday evening, I sat in on the city of Cape Town's uh, online public meeting around polyphagous shuttle borer beetle infestation. Uh, for those who don't already know, that meeting was prompted by the news that infected trees have now been found in several parts of the southern suburbs, including Newlands, Rosebank and Rondebosch. Uh, previously, the infestation was thought to have been limited only to the Somerset West area, which, as you will know from previous conversations, has been grappling with this problem for several years now. This little beetle, tiny little thing, has been killing trees all over the world at a quite frightening rate. And uh, it can take a couple of years to to bring a tree to its knees, if I can put it that way. But the ramifications are potentially huge. Um, the risks attached to infestation, uh, I mean, for example, a University of Stellenbosch study has suggested if we cannot manage this problem, the potential economic impact alone could run to billions of rands in losses. We're looking here at the agricultural sector. We're looking at the impact on our natural environment. We're looking at the com- uh, the Uh, conservation concerns, the loss of big trees, the loss of shade, the loss of carbon dioxide sequestration, not to mention the threat posed to humans of having dying trees dropping large branches and falling over. So there are a lot of reasons to be worried. And this meeting that the city set up was intended to inform residents about how to spot the signs of a borer beetle infestation, um, emphasising the need to report any suspected cases immediately and to give us an update on how the city is managing or has been managing and plans to continue managing the issue. And, yeah, I I was concerned. I'm concerned about the fact that it has spread. I was concerned to hear the city effectively admitting that their current strategy has failed. Uh, They tried to prevent infestation. Once it was clear that that had failed, the the focus shifted to trying to contain uh, the existing infections. That too has failed. The the infestation has now spread. So what is left is a long-term management strategy of identifying infected trees, having them cut down, having them removed in a manner uh, done by specially trained professionals to make sure that the, the the wood that is left behind does not cause further spread. And the city said the words, there is no chemical treatment or biological control available at this stage. That was the phrase that was used, no chemical treatment or biological control available. And my ears pricked up at that because I know from previous interviews on this subject that there is at the very least experimental treatment. There has been for several years already. A company based in Paris has been trialing a treatment which has shown, I understand, quite remarkable success in its early phases. And my question today is... Is that treatment not something that could be explored for use in an urban setting like Cape Town, rather than just conceding that we've got to cut down some of our oldest and most magnificent trees? Um, To help us understand that, I thought, let's go straight to the source. I'm delighted to have on the line with me Pitt Mayer, who is the owner of Pan African Farms. They are the company in Paris um, that have been working in this space for several years already. And Pitt, we really appreciate your being willing to join us. Welcome. Hi, Papa. Thank you very much for inviting us. Sure. How long ago did your company actually start working specifically on the topic of borer beetle infestation? Uh, In 19, sorry, in 2018, uh, the first reports of the beetle uh, came came to the front. Yeah. This was around about April, March. Now, now we have been working with with a liposomal delivery system in. In, in humans, for, for medicines, for cosmetics, and so on. And we are acutely aware of the potential penetrating ability of, of the liposome. Okay. And we thought, but, but hang on, if, if this beetle 
burrows into the trunk for, for 10, 15 centimeters, how, how are they ever going to get a, a, a toxin or an antifungal to that point? Uh, here we have, we have a, a vehicle. Uh, why don't we try it? Uh, and 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 Papa, it immediately worked, uh, mm. um, and uh, so so we d- developed following that uh, our own fungicidal, uh, which which is completely natural uh, and and contains no toxins, uh, and and that was then approved by the Act Thirty Six uh, authorities uh, in 2019 already. Okay, so. Yeah, it, 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 because of the fact that it was an emergency, time was of the essence, yeah. and, and, and we had to, to deliver uh, an a, a acceptable standard of, of research results, which we did. Uh, and, and, it, and it was readily accepted by the authorities then as well. <clears throat> Those being so, the national, sorry, just to clarify, the National Department of Agriculture, Forestry and Fisheries um, uh, giving approval to, to the use of this treatment. Pete, were there any conditions set on that? Was it only approved for use in, a, in an agricultural setting or was it a, a green light to, to, to go ahead and use it? Bear in mind that the Act, the Act is, is, is agricultural. Okay. okay. And, and uh, whether it is cities or, or, or urban areas, uh, it still falls under the auspices of the Act in respect of treatment of plants. Okay. okay? Uh, now, uh, when we submitted our application, s- some glitch came into our thing, and, and, and we gave as an example the treatment of forests, yep. and, and, and forests only, which was which was completely our fault, uh, and, and it was approved. And now, uh, but but but, but you must understand that that all our research was done in the heart of Johannesburg, the Zoo Lake area. Yeah. Uh, and 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 Act Thirty Six accepted those results as valid. So it, it was done in an urban environment uh, entirely. Okay. So uh, for for. Us to now be, be contained to 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 forests uh, to us is, is really semantics. Uh, uh, we have we've always held that that uh, Johannesburg, Cape Town, wherever they are classified officially classified as urban forests. And, okay. and not only that, I mean in in Cape Town where you are now grappling with the problem, you have. Seven reg- recognised uh, uh, forests, uh, uh, such as Cecilia Forest, Table Mountain Park, uh, and, and Kirsten Bosch, and all yeah. of those. And and to say that there is no remedy is is completely misleading. But uh, for at least those, it is officially recognised for treatment. Hmm. Now our our <laughs> problem is where do you draw the line? Uh, 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 one meter away from Kirsten Bosch, you are not allowed to 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 treat a tree. Uh, the, the 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 infestation is going to jump back to Kirsten Bosch. Uh, you have to sanitize that tree, uh, uh, and, and 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 so it goes on. It's a, it's a con- it's a continuous domino effect. Hmm. Uh, it, it is illogical. Uh, 
and, and, and our problem really is, is that those who, who, who say that it is not, there is none, it, it is completely misleading. Farmers, for instance, are com- totally allowed to use it. Uh, and as I say, the, the, the recognized forests are allowed to use it. Yeah. Uh, uh, to, to even suggest to them that there is no treatment is, is wrong. It, 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 it is it's completely off the, the map. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Peter, it's, it sounds like there's, there's a fairly urgent need to, to somehow get a, a change to the wording of the level of approval that's been granted. Is it something that you've investigated doing? Is it going to be prohibitively expensive or have you already tried to set that ball in motion? A, a year ago, we wrote to Act 36 and, and, and uh, submitted our arguments and said, please allow us to change that one word from forest to trees. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and and we have yet to even re- receive a response from them. Uh, so it's it's difficult. Uh, we know that the 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 registrar is completely understaffed, and that they are way beyond schedule on on on, on approvals. So uh, there's very little hope of them ever uh, accepting that. There is now a, a, a new labelling system uh, that, that, again, we submitted uh, towards May last year to, to comply with the new system. And in that application or that submission, we, we purposely omitted the word forest. And again, that is still waiting, still pending. Uh, I don't think anybody has received any approval for the new label yet. Just, um, Pete, before I go any further, somebody asking a question indicating a level of confusion that, I, my apologies, I should have clarified at the start. You're referencing a fungicide and they're asking, how does a fungicide work on a beetle? The key thing here, Pete, is that the beetle and, and a fungus sort of move move, uh, move together. The beetle feeds off the fungus and your treatment works, uh, uh, potentially works on the fungus. Is the thinking that if you eradicate its food source, the beetle will leave the tree? Yes, uh, absolutely. Not necessarily leave the tree; they will, they will starve. Mm. They will die. Uh, but we also have a, a a a product specifically for the beetle. Now, again, uh, when in August of of 2018 we submitted the application for approval, uh, it was for two for these two products. Mm-hmm. The one was approved in. July or something of, of, of 2018, 19. And, and uh, for the other one, we actually, after four and a half years of waiting, had to go to, in, into litigation with them in order to force them to, to finalize the thing, uh, which, which uh, we couldn't understand and we still don't understand how and why that was delayed. Pete, um, another very valid question. Is there any peer review that has been done on the research testing the fungicide and the beetle treatment product? Uh, well, it was done by an by a, uh, outside ecologist. Uh, and, and whether or not he, he has used peer reviews, uh, uh, his report was accepted by the authorities. 
We're talking to Pitt Mayer, the owner of Pan-African Farms, who have developed a treatment for dealing with shuttle borer beetle infestation. It is one that has already been approved at national government level for use in specific settings. The frustration now being, how do we see that rolled out into other areas where it might be useful? Pitt, have you had any direct communications with the city of Cape Town alerting them to the existence of your product? Yes, uh, very recently. Previously, uh, uh, we tried to contact and, and, and we just couldn't couldn't get through to them at all. But uh, fortunately now, I believe that there is a, a chance that uh, uh, they will at least talk to us. Uh, so, so the channels uh, of communication, is that a very recent development, Pete? Do you think it might yes, be, be yes, based on public yes. pressure um, I, and awareness? I, I, let's hope so, yeah. Uh, Papa, uh, also, if... if, if even if the product is is, is, is is not registered, there are so many, so many confirmations that, that the product does work. Uh, and and for them to say that, well, in the absence of any alternative, uh, we uh, will chop the trees. But but you you look at, at, at something which which the minister uh, issued in August of last year. Uh, this was a government gazette instruction uh, in terms of exactly how to work with, with these people. Yes. And and the very first word is greet. And if you're not successful, by all means, then chop. Okay? Mm. Uh, now, they don't adhere to that the government instruction simply because the minister has attached an addendum which says avocado trees. So... Uh, Again, all all trees may be, be chopped and and, and, and and perish, no problem, except our very precious adult trees. Makes no sense. Mm. Uh, and it, it also makes no sense for, for people to to disallow our product on the basis of this of, of, of this because the principles contained in that government gazette are very sound and very logical. So where to from here, Peter? I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only Captonian sitting here going, A, we would hate to lose some of the big, beautiful trees that make our city what it is today. B, I'm aware of the fact that the city is appealing to private landowners to identify and act upon infected trees on their property, but it's at their own cost. My concern yeah. is that particularly yeah. given the current financial situation of yeah. many people, yeah. they're going to yeah. turn a blind eye and not report it because they can't afford to deal with it privately. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, now we have been freely uh, uh, providing the stuff to to very many people in Somerset West and in the Johannesburg area, and for that matter, all over the country. Uh, and nobody has ever come back to us and, and say, "Thou shalt not." Uh, so we are we are pro- supplying the stuff to people in the urban areas. Uh, and and uh, we're waiting, this is now almost four years now, waiting for somebody, some authority to say, you are acting illegally, you must immediately stop. Nobody stopped us. Mm. Okay, so as far as we are concerned, if, if a private person wishes to purchase this stuff, he's welcome to it and, and we will supply Pete, somebody asking on the WhatsApp line whether this antifungal treatment can be used preventatively before a tree is infected or is it only to deal with an active case of infestation? Uh, 
I would I would say only in, in an active case. Okay. It's going to be very little preventative, no. Okay, yeah. so only for an active case. Yeah. Okay, and then, I mean, where to from here? Peter, I'm, I'm encouraged to hear the comment that, that the lines of communication to the city are open again because it really worried me what I heard last Tuesday, that it sounded like there was just an absolute blanket no to the concept. But but yeah. but how to move this forward? I mean, I mean, what are you hoping needs to happen most urgently? Yeah, but I think the very first thing that 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 the, the authorities must recognise is is the content of this of this government gazette of August of last year uh, is is made applicable to all trees and not avocado trees only. Right, that that I think is the first principle. The second principle is is basically for them to say uh, if if it costs less than a, 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 a well we work out something like a hundred or two hundred rand per tree to be treated uh, uh, why 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 withhold that from people uh, and why not encourage people to to at least go through the first step of treatment to see whether it works or not and and uh, if it does, and, and, and we're not claiming that, that we can uh, eradicate the thing in respect of all possible uh, trees. If they are too far, far gone, we can't, we can't reverse that. Okay? But, but at least those that are nearly infested and, and moderately infested, we are very confident that we can almost have a 100% efficacy rate. Okay? So uh, they, they must... They must accept, uh, even if they break the rules, because I know that environmental affairs say using the stuff is illegal. <laughs> I don't know. My my counter argument is: if we now look at at, at, at the COVID thing, uh, and and we say, well, everybody that contracted COVID must immediately be killed. Uh, does that make sense? Effectively, what is being done, uh, the death sentence issued to the trees that are infected at this point. Yes. Pete, exactly. you've referenced yeah. testing in Joburg. A listener asking yeah. whether the product has been used at all in the Kruger National Park because apparently there is a problem there as well with Shotol Bora Beetle. They're trying to use the trap system. Um, and, and, and we have we have been in contact with them, but they are, they are well, you know, Papa, if, if, if there are loose lions around... I wouldn't go and spray trees. <laughs> it's very difficult. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they they are testing the the trap system uh, where the the beetles are attracted by by pheromones. Uh, right. We see what happens. Yes. Okay, I know that's one of several biological controls that are being investigated. And Pete, I mean, the bottom line is one hopes that someone comes up with something effective soon. And if that is your product, that then the people who need to make the changes to enable its widespread use do that quickly. Because time really is of the essence here, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the sooner they do it, the the better, simply because, as as we said earlier, uh, if, if they are too far gone, you can't turn it around. It's, you, then you're going to lose the tree. And, and I'm aware of very precious trees that had to be cut simply because we couldn't couldn't do it. It's too late. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Pitt, thank you very much for your time this afternoon too and good luck to you and the team. Pitt Mayer, the owner of Pan-African Farms. If you want to read up more about their particular product and uh, understand a little bit more about, uh, uh, I think it's nanotechnology that is the driving force behind it uh, and how it actually works on the fungus in question, you can find a lot of information on their website, which is panafricanfarms.co.za. We appreciate your time this afternoon, Pitt Mayer.